Well, good morning. It is 1.03 a.m. and the Republican National Committee is in full swing. Today's, um, today's uh, convention um, started out with a, eh, not so much of a bang, but expectations this morning with today's uh, delegate vote uh, giving Mr. Trump the official nomination of the Republican National uh, Convention. Um, just a few you know, quick points regarding the convention and regarding the Republicans. So far, they seem to be providing what they're known for, and that is discipline. Um, discipline at this morning's vote, uh, pretty disciplined presentation of um, the speakers that, that uh, came out this evening. Um, I did not see all, all the speakers. I did see, uh, for example, State Representative, Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones, um, Democrat, who's, uh, who gave his enthusiastic support for Mr. Trump. Um, I saw Mr. Trump, who plans to be at uh, a number of, well, events all week up until his acceptance speech, uh, I believe on Thursday, um, which is a little different. Usually the candidate receiving the nomination doesn't show up until mm, yeah maybe the, the next to last night or the last night of the convention to give their acceptance speech and mr trump as we all know does things um a little differently than other um presidents or presidential candidates um Right now, again, the, the, the biggest difference I'm seeing between the, the two parties is the discipline. Um, the narratives are, are coming out. Um, the main narrative from the Democrats last weekend, well, last week was Mr. Trump's a bad guy and does not deserve to be president of the United States and he needs to be removed. That's the long and short of it. Uh, the Republicans, on the other hand, uh, pushing back on Democratic Party arguments that the um, the number of COVID de deaths um, are the result of Mr. S Mr. Trump's slow action, and of course the Republicans are pushing back, saying Mr. Trump um, has provided appropriate action um, in the face of COVID, and uh, and again are trying to harp Mr. Trump's um, performance regarding the economy. Um, Arguably, Mr. Trump has conflated economy with stock market. Um, you know, he hypes the stock market a lot, um, but he also hypes the level of employment amongst ethnic minorities, specifically uh, blacks and Latinos. So um, he's, of course, he's been harping on that for the past three years, and he's hoping that people remember how well the economy did uh, prior to the COVID event, and he's also been uh, trying to amplify his actions as president in addressing COVID, uh, primarily um, uh, uh, disallowing flights to enter from uh, China, and then um, working with manufacturing companies to s switch gears to producing ventilators, as well as um, as well as as uh, trying to promote um, uh, more testing, trying to encourage pharmaceuticals, dr drug companies to come out with vaccinations and other treatments uh, for, co for COVID. And um, 
so far those appear to be the, the, the narratives coming from from both sides of the aisle um, I don't know if I'll be watching um, in any great detail any more speeches um, most of the speeches speeches during the rest of the week um, I will try to keep my ear open again when Mr. Trump speaks. Some may wonder, well, why do that? He says the same thing over and over again. But I think it's very important for, for, for people to realize that if you want to get any grip on the narrative of either party or, or specifically the narrative that the presidential candidates want to push, those are the guys you need to be listening to. But you need to, need to also bear in mind that you're listening to a lot of rhetoric and you have to pay attention to existing statutes and rules and processes in order to understand what these guys can actually deliver. Anyway, um, this is my first take at a, at a, at a podcast. Um, hopefully we'll see some improvements over the next um, few days, weeks, months. Again, this is Alton Drew with What You May Not Want to Hear. Have a good evening.